So what I'll do, John, is I'll share with you a story, if that's all right, because I suppose in thinking about Christmas, in as much as we can get to think about it sometimes with the busyness of things, you know, it's sort of, I always lament it sort of sneaks up on us. And uh, before we know it, we can be at Christmas Day feeling we weren't even ready for the great wonder we're about to experience. But anyway, here's a story. It's about four candles that were burning slowly. And it was a lovely scene in a circular circle of candles. And you could the candles could speak. And the first candle said, look, I am the candle of peace. But these days, nobody wants to keep me lit. There isn't peace. There isn't peace in our hearts. We had we don't have peace of mind. We don't have peace in our home sometimes. Sadly, we don't have peace in our world. Peace isn't popular. So then the peace candle flame slowly diminished and went out completely. Then the next candle spoke and the second candle said, I am the candle of faith. But these days I'm no longer wanted. People are self-sufficient. They have all that they need. They don't need faith. They want facts and they miss out on this sense that there's something bigger than themselves. So again, I'm not really needed. And so the faith's flame slowly diminished and went out. Then the third candle spoke. I am the candle of love and I just don't have the strength to stay lit any longer. People put me aside. They don't understand my importance. They even forget to love those who are nearest to them. They take love for granted. They give it away without thinking. They abuse it. They hurt it. They, and sometimes hurt the people they love the most. And so I don't think people need me or miss me anymore. And with that, the candle of love went out completely. And in the story, a child entered the room and saw now that the three candles were no longer burning. And the child was distressed and began to cry out, saying, why aren't you burning? You're supposed to stay lit till the end of time. We need faith. We need peace. We need love. Don't go out. And then in the midst of the silence and the tears, a fourth candle's voice spoke gently. And the candle spoke to the little child and said, don't be afraid. I know it looks like faith, hope and peace have left. But don't be afraid because, you know, I am the candle of hope. And while I still burn, anything is possible. While the candle of hope is still lit, we can achieve a lot more than we thought. While the candle of hope is still lit, we will find the strength or the light that we need. And with this candle of hope, you can relight the other candles. The child, comforted by the promise of hope, took the candle of hope and with it lit the other three candles. And so the candle of hope relit the candle of peace, relit the candle of faith, and relit the candle of love, and proved to the child in the story that once the candle of hope still burns, all will be well. And I suppose I like that story because for me, Christmas is the most hopeful time of the year. We forget that hope, it's a Christian virtue. 
like we're we're strong on faith we're strong on love but there's three christian virtues faith hope and love and the greatest of these is love but we forget about hope as a christian virtue and we're called to be people of hope because without hope we couldn't go on and, and what is hope now some would argue that hope is is just wishful thinking or a sort of misguided optimism well, that would be true if hope ignored the suffering or the difficulties or the challenges around us. But when life is at its worst, hope is actually the fuel that keeps us going. It sees the present with all its difficulties and pain and challenges, but it gives us something to hold on to and to trust in, even when it mightn't seem advisable. Hope can give us strength in times of weakness. It can give us courage in times of difficulty, and it can give us light in times of darkness. And while normally we would talk about hoping for something, because we're all hoping for something, maybe people are hoping for something for Christmas or hoping that they're on the good list or whatever it is, but it's not about hoping for. Our faith is, tells us that we should hope in, to hope in something. So our hope is to be grounded in God and in love and in beauty and in truth and in goodness, to be grounded in a God who's closer to us than we are to ourselves. A God who holds us every moment of our lives, both the good and the bad moments, even though we may not feel it. So our faith encourages us not to hope for something, but to hope in something. Hope in God. Hope in love. Hope in your family. Hope in your friends. Hope in yourself. And when life seems to take away our hope, as it, as it often might look like, remember that that candle of hope never extinguishes. And maybe we're just being offered an opportunity to find a new hope. You'll hear in life the line used a lot where there's life, there's hope. And sadly, I've been in many situations where there's a massive truth to that, where there is life, there's hope. But actually, I think more importantly, that phrase should say, where there's hope, there's life. Because sadly, I've been in many a situation where there was life, but there was no hope but I've never been in a situation where there was hope and not life. So hope is what Christmas is all about. The, that our God would step out of time, take on our human condition, become one of us. And we often kind of, Christmas is a hard, hard time for so many people. I'm always conscious of that. It can be lonely for those who are grieving for parents or even single parents feeling stretched now more than ever with COVID, not having family around. So Christmas is a difficult, difficult time for many, and they might struggle to see the hope and the joy and the love and the light at the heart of Christmas. But actually, when we listen to the story, we have this nostalgic view of this serene birth on a beautiful still night with a beautiful starry night and the cow maybe warming the baby Jesus with his warm breath. And that's all lovely. But actually, think about it. What mother wants to give birth to their child in the mess of a stable? What father wants to be in a position where he's pretty much a refugee within days of the birth of his child? What child's kind of first bed? What, what, no one would want it to be a, a bed of straw. You know, so actually Christ came into the midst of poverty, into the midst of mess, into the midst of darkness to show that it's okay. 
our God is with us in those moments. And that's what hope is about. The message of Christmas actually is probably for the people who find Christmas hard more so than the people who find it joyful and easy. The message of Christmas is to say, listen, a little child was born out of love for you and he didn't come in to wealth or comfort or ease. He was born in the mess of a stable in a situation that wasn't easy to show us that God is with us. And that's the name that they gave him, Emmanuel, a God who is with us. And that's what our hope is at Christmas, to know that, to have hope in that, hope in that God who knows what it is you're going through, who knows what it is to, to kind of be homeless or to be struggling or to be suffering. So I suppose my prayer and my hope literally is for people that they will, something of the hope and the love and the light and the joy of Christmas will find its way into the hearts of people, particularly those who are struggling. And I might finish with a little verse, a small, it's just a short verse that captures and reminds us to look out for those who find Christmas hard. It says, if Christmas is hard, if you've lost someone dear, just look in your heart and you'll know they're still here. The star in the sky, the light falling snow, the robin outside, it seems like they know. If this is a time when you're struggling through, just do what you can for what matters is you. There's no need to be merry. There's no need to be bright. Just do what you can. It will be all right. And I suppose we just pray that people will do what they can, especially in these difficult times, and not to be hard on themselves, to reach out and draw on the love and strength of others but reach out and draw on the hope that's within them and around them. Because without that fire of hope and that gift of hope that is the baby Jesus, um, we would all be lost. So that's my hope. And uh, as a piece of music, maybe to capture, I, I'd love if you could play uh, Dolly Parton's piece of music called Circle of Love. Now, I'd never thought I'd hear myself saying, uh, play a Dolly Parton's piece. Uh, I'm not Nashville's greatest, I suppose, advocate, as in I wouldn't be familiar with a lot of uh, Nashville music or things like that. But this uh, song, Circle of Love, captures what Christmas is about. And there's this circle of love drawn around our world, drawn around our families, drawn around our homes. And so we enclose all those who are listening, uh, their lives in that circle of love in that shelter, in that love, in that light, in the warmth and in the hope that is the baby Jesus.
that much We honor and praise That gift from above He holds all of us In a circle of love Circle of love On that Christmas night And oh what a night That holy night was When Bethlehem glowed Bethlehem. In a circle of love Happy birthday to you We praise and we sing we celebrate you We're so glad you came Happy birthday, dear Jesus Let us lift you up How thankful we are For all of your love So Jesus was born wore his crown of thorns and he gave it all up to save all of us circle of love halo of light when jesus was